The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Ishmael Mechayem. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Atzlachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem, Amen. We learned that already. That it's good. That a tofeyah is considered connected. And therefore, you don't have to ask this question by the Tilat Shadayim. It's a beferush statement that says if it's that wet, in Echadam it's considered connected. Therefore, for the Tilat Shadayim it's considered one. Therefore, you're not doing it in two separate stages. Therefore, what did you have to ask this question for? Tilat says, wait. Let me tell the outside. You know when we said this law that Tofeya al Minat Latfiya is a connector? In which context did we say it? We didn't say it by We said it in another law. We said it in the context of the law of Mikvaot. Listen to the interesting case. You have a Mikveh that's exactly 40 se'ah. Now, two people want to go into the Mikveh. Well, the first guy that goes to the Mikveh, it's 40 se'ah, it's kosher. But the problem is when he comes out, he's taking water with him. So the next guy that goes in, he's going to the Mikveh Haser. So the Yudas is a phenomenal Hidush. He says, you know what? If the, sec, if the first guy is still in the Mikveh, meaning his feet are still in the Mikveh, and his body is still Tofeyah, he's still very wet, the second guy can go in and he's kosher. Uh, what's the mechanics of that? He says, because we all have a principle that says, Gud Ahit. Gud Ahit literally means the wall goes down. Which is when a guy is connected to the Mikveh, we consider all the water that's on him is considered in the Mikveh. So therefore you see that the Tofeyah al-Minat Latfiyah was said, the Inyan connecting, but it was said in the context of a Mikveh that the waters that are on the guy are considered connected because you're using a principle of what? Good Ahit. That the wall goes down. That the waters go down. But over here, we're not using any of those principles. Over here, the basic question of the Gemara is, even though it's Tofeyah al-Minat Latfiyah, I don't need to, to connect this water to the water behind. I need to know that is it considered still one stage of Nitilat Shadayim? Or is it considered separate stages? And you can't make Nitilat Shadayim Nahasayim, which means you want to bring me before, oh, we know that already. We know that's considered a Hibur. No, 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 no. You only know it's a Hibur, like a Bimikvaot. Using good as good ahid principle, but that's not a question over here. We're not trying to use a good. We're trying to understand that when something is moist on part of the hand, very moist, is that considered still one long process? And therefore, when he makes it like that on the second half, it's considered it's all one item. Or do you say no? That once already you made it on the first part, and you make it on the second part, it's considered separate items. So you cannot bring. That, that, that's a legitimate question. You cannot bring me a proof from Tofeyah not from my Mikveh. Because that's working with a principle of good ahit. We need to know, generally speaking, to fail not to have everybody that 
is the process considered still all one, or is considered separate, therefore it's going to be a problem. So let's just read that inside for a second. The Gemara says, Maybe this Tophia was only said by the laws of Mikvaot. Exactly. 40 Se'ad and Mikveh. V'yardu shnayim v'tablu, when two guys went down to dip, Bezeh achar zeh, one after the other, Rishon Tahor, the first guy is told because he has 40 se'ah, V'ashini, Tameh, Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Ima yurek lav shel Rishon, Negot b'mayim, if the feet of the first guy is still in the water, Afashini Tahor, okay, so that, that, that's why we have our question, okay, so period, so therefore we, we really didn't answer this, uh, this question, but at least we established what the question was, he washed half the hand, it's still very moist. Then he wants to do the second half. What is the halakha? That being said, the Gemara now turns to a different halakha. You need an introduction for this halakha as well. The Gemara's question over here now is going to discuss a law of mikveh. In the olden days, they would go to mikveh that were dirty. Why? Because they would go to a mikveh, it was in rainwater, in the cave, and uh, it, was done, it wasn't clean, but you had 40 sap water that was collected. But what would happen after that? They would go take a shower to wash the water off. Now, we know that a shower is not a good mikveh because that's called mayim she'uvin. Drawn water is not good. And this became such an embedded practice in Klai Yisrael that people started to get confused and they thought that it's really the shower that's, you know, that's uh, effectuating the mikveh. So what happened? People started just taking showers and that was mikveh. So the rabbis uh, saw this uh, coming. So the rabbis said, you know what? From now on, when a person goes uh, uh, to the mikveh, uh, on the day that he goes to the mikveh, they do not want him to go put any mayim shuvim. And if he puts mayim shuvim or he lies in a tub, for that matter, of Ma'im She'uvin, he's going to be Pasuf Terumah. If he touches Terumah, it's going to make a Shilishi. Now, what did that obviously do? Stop the people from uh, using Ma'im She'uvin. And therefore, everybody remembered, oh, it's not the Ma'im She'uvin. Uh, on the contrary, Ma'im She'uvin is a problem. Right? So that was the way that the Hakamim were able to bring back the law to the people. It's the Mikveh that does it. And on the contrary, if you're going to go take this, Ma'im, put this water, this drawn water on your head after the Mikveh, you're out. Oh, you're out. They're going to do that. And then they went even further, and they said, that, that's the guy on the day that he went to the mikveh. But even a guy, let's say it wasn't the day that he went to the mikveh, let's say he was the whole. Right? They said that uh, even so, even let's say a day later, even the next day, if he would pour Mayim Shuvim on his head, he's going to be Pasul for Tirumah. So they were a little strict. They were strict on the day itself. They said, no, Shuvim, we're not pouring on you and not even sitting in it. But when it came to uh, a guy that was taught already, they only would go there if the water is poured on him. Now that you got the history, let's read it inside. Kibbalah says like this. Kibbalah says like this. Rabbi said, That's a guy it's talking about where he's Tamir. So he's going to the mikveh. After he went to the mikveh, he sits in a bathtub. With Mayim She'uvin, the rabbi said what? No good. Not only that, but they also said, V'tahor. The guy that was Tahor already. The day later even. She'naflu al rosho ve'al rubosh shalugin. Mayim She'uvin, that fell on his body. On the majority of his body, that is. Three lugin, also Tameh. 
So there's two laws over here. There's the law of the day that he goes to the mikveh. That they already will said if the majority of his body not only was poured on him, but even if he sat in the tub of Mayim Shi'uvim, and on the guy who was thrown already, they were gozed three Shi'uvim that fall on the majority of his body. Good, it was poured on him, exactly. Okay, now that you got the history, now we get to the question. The question is as follows. The question is as follows. No, they would go to the mikveh. Uh, that day they couldn't put obviously my machine was in the bed exactly they would eat their tirumah and uh, right and then once they took their uh, my shuvim on the head the next day they were stuck again for tirumah they would have to go back to the they, they, this was a, against it that the rabbis had to enforce to make sure that the law of is not uh, not forgotten okay now the reason why they had to do this incidentally by a tahor guy you know, why did you just make it on the mikveh day? That's, that's the issue you're concerned about. What do you care about the day later? The problem is because if a day later when the guy would put Mayim Shuvim on his head, they tell him he's okay, so they'd say, oh, if Mayim Shuvim is okay today, it doesn't affect me for Tirumah, so it shouldn't affect me on the day of my mikveh. They had to keep the Mayim Shuvim law, because again, if, if you're going to tell me on the day that I go to the mikveh, you tell the if you put Mayim Shuvim on your head, four, three, three uh, lugin, you pasu for Tirumah. Good. Now the guy's tahor. Right, it, it, that went to the Monday. Now it's Tuesday. The guy thought already, right? Now he goes put some three lugim of Mayim Shuvim on his head. If you're gonna tell me that's not a problem, the guy's gonna say, "Oh, so if Mayim Shuvim is not a problem today, why was it a problem yesterday?" And therefore he's gonna say the whole thing of Mayim Shuvim doesn't pose. And then you're back to the same gezerah that the people are gonna go to the mikveh, take a shower, take the shower is gonna no. So therefore the rabbis had to make consistency in the Mayim Shuvim law, so the people don't say, "What, what does it affect? What doesn't it affect me?" You know, if, if it doesn't affect me today, it doesn't affect me yesterday. So you say, you know what? Whenever a guy, whether it's the day of his mikveh, whether it's the next day of his mikveh, Mayim Shuvim falls on the guy's head, Rubo, he is going to be Tamim, and if he touches Tirumai, is going to be Pasul. Just on the day of the mikveh itself, they went even further. They said, even if he sits in a, a tub of uh, Mayim Shuvim, he's also going to be no good. Now we get to the question of the Gemara. Well, what's the question of the Gemara? Ba'ir of just for clarity purposes, the two Gezerot were, number one, on the day of the mikveh. That what? If he takes Tishlugin on his head, majority, or he sits in a bathtub, he's out for Tirumah. Or for that matter, a guy who's Tahor. I don't care when he got Tahor. He was Tahor a week ago, a month ago. Bottom line, and he's still with any Tahor. Once he puts Tilugin on his head, Shuvin that is, no good for Tirumah. And they did that for consistency purposes. The people are not going to get confused and say, well, is my Shuvim a problem or not? Now we get to the She'ira of Rabbi Yirmiyah. Ba'ir Rabbi Yirmiyah. <laughs> okay, guy went to the mikveh on the day of the mikveh. Half his body got uh, um, immersed by three shi'uvin, like a shower poured on him, and the other half of his body got uh, immersed in a bathtub of shi'uvin. So we want to know what's the law in that where the rabbis go there. Maybe the rabbis only go there three shi'uvin that hit through shovirubo. Or the bath that they got to shoot off. But what if it's split? If half the, you know, half the body got uh, from shalosh shi'uvin by pouring and half got by the, by the tub. Did the rabbis make the gezera on that also? Gemara says, really, Tiku? We don't know. And that leaves that in a dilemma. Now we go to the next case. The next, I actually want to read the Rashi. You can read the Rashi's over here. Look at Rashi. Habar Roshov Rubo. 
It's a uh, force wide line. Kishu Tahor. Guys, Tahor. Bemaim Shubim Betoch Keli. That. Bemaim Shubim in a Keli. Tame. Litruma. Achi Yitmol. Right? Until he goes to the Mikveh. Umigezerat Shemona Asar Davari. You remember we learned about Sikhat Shabbat, there were 18 different Gezerot that were made over there. They used to go into these putrid caves to dip. They used to wash themselves with drawn water. Drawn water is not good for Mikveh. You know what the people used to say? They were saying, it's not the Mikveh waters that are working, it's the Shehuvim. That was the first Gezerot. Then they even added that even a Tahor guy that went to the Mikveh already. Shenaflu alav shoshalugin maim shuvin. Also, you know why? Diiloha lo kaimaha. Because if you're not going to have the law of the Tahor guy, you're undoing the law of the Tamer guy. Because they're not going to know the difference. Why is shuvim good over here today and shuvim is not good the other day? Oh, so now the question was: Hatsiyob bebiyah betoka keli vehatsiyob infilas shenaflu al hatsigu for shoshalugin tiku. Okay, next case. Next case goes to the law of Izzah Sofer. Izzah Sofer made a takana that said like this. If somebody became a Baal Keri, and he had a seminal discharge, he cannot study Torah until he goes to the Mikveh. Nor can he pray tefillah until he goes to the Mikveh. What is Mikveh? Meaning Mim dip. But in the Gezerah of Izzah Sofer, they made a law that said if the guy is a Zakin or a Holeh, so they'll be lenient that they'll be able to pour over the majority of his body tet kabin, nine cup of water, which we figured it out maybe it's about you know between ten and fifteen quarts of water that he has like a shower. The water just poured shuvin, it's poured on his head. That will alleviate not not the tumah because he's still tameh, but it'll alleviate the law of as asovei can pray. And he'll be able to, uh, you know, uh, learn uh, Torah. Okay, so that's the that's the law. So now that comes the Gemara and says, Oh, let me point out, by Zazofizla also said, the leniency, that even if the Mikveh is drawn water, it's okay. Which means, even if, let's say, the 40 Se'ah that you're dipping in the Mikveh, they take it with buckets. Now normally, if you take with buckets the water, that's called drawn water. So Isaiah Sofer's item, even a drawn watered Mikveh, which is normally pasul to get the Tumah off a person, for this item, for praying, you know what, it's okay. No, no, no. A 40 Se'ah was for a regular person, even if it's She'uvin. Zaken Ochole Tet Kabin. Pouring nine Kabin of She'uvin on his head. That was the law of Izzah Sofer. Oh, so now the question was like this. Similar question. Amara Papa. Hare Amru. Baal Keri Chole. Shenat nu alaf tishak kabin mayim tahor for Talmud Torah. This question is by the Papa. Hetsyob bit bilah. The Hetsyob bintina. My tiku. The Zakir or the Chole. Half his body, he went into the Mikveh. And the other half, they poured tet kabin on him. So he used two, uh, two items, two processes in order to metahed himself, good or not. Tiku, we don't know what the Takana initially was. Look at Rashi now. Rashi says, Baal keri chole tahor. Le Torah, to study Torah. De'ezra tiken tevila le ba'ale kriyam. Kodem shi'asku ba Torah. Ve'kenu ala chole, they were leaning on a sick guy. Benetinat tesha kabin. Afilu she'uvin. Masechet Berachot. Aval le'taron l'kanes b'mikdash 
To go into the Bet HaMikdash, that you need a regular kosher mikveh. This only we're being lenient for the Torah study and for learning. But for Tumat Mikdash, it's got to be a full-fledged kosher mikveh of 40 se'ah. Good. Right, half his body went in the mikveh. On the other half, he poured nine kabin uh, shuvin. The Gemara says, is that good or not? The Gemara says, Tiku. Okay, now we get to the next subject, which is back to Masechet Gittim. Back to our subject. Okay, we have to explain the case of the Mishnah. Echad Omer Befanai Nechtav Ve'echad Omer Befanai Nechtam Haget Pasul Let's go back to the case of the Mishnah. This is the case we're going to be analyzing now for the next Amud. <coughs> Two guys come along from Medina Tayam. What get? Now normally the Takanaf Hazal was what? The Shaliyah says Befanai Nechtav and then what? The get is kosher. Where the machlokat Raba and Raba, what the purpose of that declaration is? According to Raba, the main purpose is that I need to I need to kosher the get. I need to verify the signatures, so the husband will not come along and say it's a forge. Once the shalia says befanai nihtam, keywords befanai nihtam, he's really saying I saw them sign. It's a legal document, I know the husband wanted to give it, and therefore if he comes along and screams forge and all that, we don't listen to him. The reason why we did that is for the simple reason. We're in Medina Tayyam, we're overseas. If you're not going to verify the get, and the husband's going to come and scream forge, it's going to be very hard to verify these, uh, these, these witnesses because... These witnesses are on the other side of the ocean, right? That's where they signed it. It's going to be very hard to find anybody that knows the signatures. So therefore they want to clarify the situation immediately to kosher the gate by a bifanai nihtam. The way the Gemara's language in saying that was in edim mitsuyim lekayemo. Witnesses are not prevalent to validate it. So therefore the, shal- the rabbis were lenient. It's a big leniency because normally validation of shtarot needs to. It's a rabbinic law that it needs to. So that's why we can be lenient by a get and say, you know what? We'll even trust the shaliyah. Now in Rava, let's just point out, seemingly it should be enough to say just b'fanai nechtam. You don't need to say b'fanai nechtav. He doesn't care the ketiva. What, what does he have to say the ketiva? I'm just validating the uh, the witnesses. The reason why he says the rabbis made you say b'fanai nechtav is for another reason. What? I'm worried about other shtarot. I'm worried that if you're going to now allow one shaliyah to validate a star of a get, people might understand that you can rely on one witness to validate a monetary document. Now there, when you validate a monetary document, trying to validate witnesses, you need two. Now how are the rabbis going to make sure that a person knows that a get is different? By doing something different. By making the shaliyah say also the words, Bifanai nikhtav, which really don't need to say that, but from the fact that he's got to say that statement, the people who oh, get is obviously different, uh, because by money you don't got to say B'fanai Nechtav, so from the fact that they make him say this word, this puts get in a separate category, so you won't come to make a mistake by Sh'ar, Shtarot, that's the Pshat of Rava. Good, that's what we have to know for now, we're going to go into Rava now. Now you have one witness comes along, I'm sorry, Two guys are bringing a get from Medina Tayyab. One guy comes along and says, Bifanai nikhtav. 
The other guy says, Now before we get clarity on this case, we have to know the details of the case. These two guys, what are they? Are they Shilihim? Are both of them Shilihim? Are both of them designated as Shilihim? That's a funny case where both guys are holding the gear, they carry the gear together as messengers of the husband. Which incidentally, we can know on our own, that would be a Loshkiyah case. That's a, not a normal case where a guy appoints two Shili'in. How heavy is a get? We need two Shili'in for to carry the get and bring it to... Or the case could be, one of them was a Shaliyah, which is more prevalent. And one guy was just, uh, you know, his friend uh, that came with him. We're going to have to analyze... This and there's going to be nafkaminot the way we understand the case. So that's where the Gemara begins on this premise. Amar Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, lo shanu ela she'en haget yotze mitachat yedeshenehem, which means this. In the Mishnah that said the get is pasul <coughs> is talking about where only one of the guys was a shaliyah and the other guy was his friend that just tagged along. Look at Rashi. She'en get That's four lines from the bottom. She'en shenem sheluhim ba'avato. Both of them are not messengers. Delo avushnayim shevi get. One brought it. Which means, when one guy is the shaliyah, right? So, whichever one is the shaliyah, bottom line, he didn't make a full declaration. He either just said, and according to Rava, is nothing. You didn't talk about the witnesses themselves, or if the Shaliyah is the guy that said Bifanayin Nihtam, it's also no good because since you didn't say Bifanayin Nihtav, you might come to make a mistake by Shasharot. So where one of them is a Shaliyah, the Gemara Mishnah says, Pasul. One of them said Bifanayin Nihtav, one of them said Bifanayin Nihtam. I don't care which one the Shaliyah is. If the Shaliyah is the Bifanayin Nihtav guy, for sure it's no good according to Rabbah. And even if it's the Bifanayin Nihtam guy, it's also not good because Gezira atushar Sharot. Good. But Avam, Banwar the Gemara. Get Yotsemitarat Yedeshinehem Kashir. But if both of them are Shaliyah, so see the guy appointed two Shaliyim, and like the way she says, Mitarat Yedeshinehem on the bottom, Shishnehem Adukimbo. Both the guys are holding the star. It's going to be okay. Now we've got to ask ourselves a question. How can it be okay? Bottom line, each guy didn't say the full, uh, the full text of what he's supposed to say. So let's go slow. Let's speak it out ourselves first. We have a law. What's Rabbah's main concern? Rabbah's main concern is nobody's going to be around to Mikayim this get. That should not apply when you have two guys that are coming to to, to, to the betin over here. Because we have no question. I don't need to make a cue because these two guys are there. If there's any any question, it's the two guys themselves that will come and the the get itself. So technically, I don't need the Bifanai Nikhtav guy. 
and I don't even need the Bifanai Nihtam guy. I don't need any declaration in such a case, because bottom line, I just rely on what? These two guys, if the husband comes along and starts screaming, forge, the two guys are here to, 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 to handle it. Now, you're just going to come and tell me, yeah, oh, and if I don't even have the gizera to other uh, other starot, because bottom line, I got two people over here that are going to be mekayimit. So technically, when both of them are shalihim, the Gemara is saying, since there's two guys, I have no problem. The only question you're going to ask, so what do I care even if they're not shalihim? Which is even if, let's say, only one of them was a shalihim, why do you say it's pasul? Bottom line, you got two guys that showed up. The logic is the two guys are there. They'll make it. There shouldn't be a difference between whether they're shilihim or not shilihim. That shouldn't make bottom line. There's two guys that will be able to make kiyum. No, I don't care about nikhtab because if we're going in Rava over here, that all he's concerned about is edim mitzvim nekayim the two guys are there. If they were designated Shidi'im or not. Look at the top of the sheet, please. On the Amud Bet, Kasher. Even though these guys said nothing, which is when one guy said Nikhtam and one guy said Nikhtam, you're nothing, because you got to say two things. Because each guy's got to say two things, and they didn't do that. But because why? You gotta say before I nechtav also because I don't want you to make a mistake in shar shtarot. You know why? The kasavar shnayim sheviu get and srichim lomar. You don't gotta say anything. Why? The tamam mishum shen edim mitzvim lekayemo vehare edim mitzvim lekayemo. So therefore, the two shomerim, if the two guys were messengers. I don't care if one guy said Nechtav, one guy said Nechtav, you know the truth of the matter, you didn't got to say anything in this case. Because bottom line, what am I concerned about? Mikayeming the start. You'll Mikayem the start with these two guys. Two guys were the messengers of the Shaliyah. The husband gave them both, they both walked together holding the gate into the bedding. That's what she says in the Bible, Shnaim Adukim. Maybe they don't have to hold it the whole way there, but when they're giving the gate to the lady, they both have to hold it. But the point is, you understand the logic. The logic of the Gemara is, is because what are we worried about? Kiyum? Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you, you have two guys. But 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 but, but the, the, their declaration of Nikhtav and Nikhtam was half a story. I don't care about it. They don't have to say anything, these guys. Once you have two guys there, you don't have to say anything because bottom line, you're worried about Kiyum, you'll be Kayyama with these two guys. So that she asks the Ikasha. Kevan de sof sof shnayimen, mali shnehem shaluhin, mali ehad mehen. Why do I care? What do I care if only one was a shaliyah? You told me what, that if one was a shaliyah, it's pasul. What's the difference? Hare edim mitsuim lekayemo. Which is why did the Yohanan make a hiduk and tell me that if only one of them is a shaliyah, it's pasul. The kaura, bar, we have two guys that are here. So for. You have two guys. Rabbi Yohanan comes along and says, it's only Pasul when one of them was a Shaliyah. But if two of them were Shaliyah, it's Kashir. Now she says, what's the difference? Even if only one of them was a Shaliyah, it goes bottom line, I didn't seem to care more. The guys were there, they'll fix it. And that she answers, No pelug rabbanan bemba im haburat anashim leba yehidi. We're not going to make a hiluk when one shaliyah comes alone and makes half a declaration, or one shaliyah comes with a group of people and makes half a declaration. We're not 
which means when they're not shalihim, it's not evident that these guys that are coming with the shaliyah are there for kiyum. It's not evident that these are the guys that are going to be mikayim, the shtar, uh, later. We don't know what it is. They're taking along with the guy. If you're going to come to Nakshid, the case where Shaliyah shows up with some other guys, you're going to come along to Nakshid when one Shaliyah comes and he says, half a statement. When two guys bring it as a Shaliyah, first of all, since it is Shaliyah, so it's clear that they came for purposes to validate the star, because they, 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 they're the husband's agents, and it's not such a common case that we're going to make a gezerah, that if you let this case get by with half a declaration, they're going to come and matir half a declaration by one shaliyah. I'll explain to you what she's saying outside. Now she's telling you like this, you're right. Normal logic should tell you, when I have two guys coming to bring the get, I don't care what they say. I don't care if they say nothing. I don't care if they make half a declaration. My whole concern according to the Ba'a is what? Edim etzim l'kayimu? Vare edim etzim l'kayimu? He says, you're right. But in the case where one was the shaliyah and the other guy's uh, stammer guy off the street, in this case I'm concerned. If I say that this case is kashin, you might allow a one shaliyah, a long case that makes half a declaration, the fanayin yachtam, and that, that we don't want. Because if you just say the fanayin yachtam alone, you have a problem of shahar, shtarot. And you know what? Number one, in the case where... Uh, a, a guy comes with another with, with, with one shaliyah with another group it's not evident that these guys are coming it's not evident that we're using these two guys later on to became the because these guys are just off the street they're not, they're not really connected to the husband the shaliyahs but all the guys off the street are not so we're not clear that these guys are coming mm-hmm. to Kiyum and sending one shaliyah is a normal case so therefore if I allow it in this case I might come to allow it in a case where there's only one shaliyah alone where he just says which is not going to be good but in the case where a guy appoints two shaliyahs first of all it's evident that the two shaliyahs since they're agents of the husband they're coming to Mikayim the star. And not, I mean, if the husband is mad, these two guys are going to do it. They're the husband's agents. And, and they're responsible. That's what they're responsible. They're the guys who are in charge of the get. And furthermore, it's not so shkia for husband to send two guys. And therefore, I'm not going to make a gezerah that if you let these guys make half a declaration, you might let one shaliyah make a declaration. Two shaliyah, one shaliyah is not shkia. Therefore, the first shitab the Gemara wants to say, the case of the Gemara, the case of the Mishnah. One guy says, One guy says, If one of them is a Shaliyah. But a Shneem Shalihim, Kashir. Why? Because you don't need, you don't need them to say anything. Why? All I'm concerned about is Kiyun. The two guys over there will be Mekayim. That the Gemara says, Amar le Abaye. Abaye says, according to this logic that you're saying, those talking over here, this is Rabbi Yohanan talking. Good. So Abaye is talking Rabbi Yohanan. Sefa, Dektani, the end of the Mishnah, Shnaim Omrim Bifanenu Nechtab, Vechad Omer Bifanayin Nechtab. Pasul. Rabbi Yehuda Mechshir. Now, basically, that's the same case. It's just that you have two guys on the Ketiva and one guy on the Hatima. Right? The first case was one Ketiva, one Hatima. Now you have two Ketiva, one Hatima. So you have a Mahalok at Hachamim and the Biyuda. You can learn the same case. That it's talking about that it's only Pasul because they are not Shilihim. Ha get But what? If two of them are Shilihim over here, so we're going to say what? Makshire Rabbanan. 
The rabbi is going to say it's kashir. When you just like you know, the first case, one and one, that if there's shidi'im, it's kashir. So too, two and one, if you have two shidi'im over here, it's also going to be kashir. So the Gemara says, Amba the im. He says, yes, exactly. Okay, good. If that's the case, vechi in git. But if you're going to tell me that if, they, if they're not shidi'im, everybody's going to say what? No, which means if the case is get you'd say midishinim, if the two shim, everybody's going to say kashir. But the mahluk between the biyudah and the banan is what? Where they are not shidihim. The biyudah is going to say kashir, and Achimim is still going to say pasul, be my peligi. Mor sabar gazinan dilmata lehalufi bekiyum shtarot de alma be'ed ehad, or mor sabar lo gazinan. Please, we'll explain the ma'aluk and the miyudan al-khamim as follows. The case is talking about two guys come to the ketiba, one guy comes for the hatima. Good. And we have to say the cases where they are not agents. Because in a khamim, if they're agents, everybody will say kashir, like we said above. Oh, so if they're not agents, what's the rabbi's logic why it's no good? Very simple. Because bottom line, the guy said over here, only bifanayim nihtam. One of the guys. He's not an agent. If you allow this guy to be b'fanayim, but you say, well, I got two guys here. So what? Bottom line, since b'fanayim nikhtav was not said, I might come to mechshir shtar shtarot with one witness. That's not going to be good. And what's the shitav of Yehuda? He's going to say, lo gazlinan. Now, why lo gazlinan? So let's look at uh, the she. Very simple, because as she says, in this case over here, you did have two guys that said on the Ketibah. Yeah, two guys in the Ketibah, one guy in the Hatimah. So therefore, it's not like people are going to say, oh, you can just rely on one guy for, uh, for Kiyum Shtarot. Oh, maybe this is different, because in the case, you had guys talking about the Ketibah. So they'll see that this is different. There's a difference in this case, because the Ketibah people will show that the case of Get is different, so you won't come to Shashtarot. Let's review this line of reasoning. Like right, which they, they did it. They, they didn't. They, no, they didn't have a problem. Oh. But that's why the case of Shneumim, Shneumim, Ketibah, Hadumir, Hatima, and no one's with Shadi Alve. What are you worried about? Kiyum Shtarot, you got three guys here. So I'm not worried about the Kiyum Shtarot. Oh, but what about Shashtarot? What do you want to say? Two guys did say something about the Ketibah. So people will know that this case is different. Rabbis come along and say, no, since they weren't shilihim, what's your concern? That You're right, you got the Aliyadim to be kayemet. But since the guy himself that said hatima did not say kitiba, right? And also is saying that it's talking about he's not a, a shaliyah, so therefore I'm concerned that what? The people are going to make a mistake, they're going to come to makshir, they're going to think that it's the hatima that the guy's doing it. And the hatima guy is not uh, doing it. You need really... To Edim. So therefore, it's, it's Atushaj Tarot. Let's read Rashi. Tarakama Savar. It's, uh, it's like a third of the way down. Afal Pisha Get Yutsim Mitahat Eda Hatima. Even though the Get, let's say, is coming from the Eda Hatima, Vashaliyah, Heminu Rabbanan Kitre. Now, this case over here. Right. We're talking about en get Let me speak this out clearly, by the way. When we say en get it means that not everybody was a shaliyah. Only one of them was a shaliyah. The only case where we say is kashir, where everybody was a shaliyah. But let's say a woman, let's take the guy who was bifanay nihtam was the shaliyah. Good. So according to the rabbis, what's the problem? He's the shaliyah. You have a demon to him anyway. The problem is, since he's the guy that's being machined to get by saying, and he's the shaliyah, we believe him, right? 
But the problem is since he didn't say Bifanay Nikhtav Gizra Atu Shastarot. Rabbi Yudah will say, who cares what he says, by the way? Bottom line, I got Adim and Shimna Kayyamu. Oh, but what about Shastarot? They said Kitiba. So it's different. Comes Gabriel and gives him the Shna Harina. Shna Harina, another version of this story. Back to the first case. What's the first case? One guy says Kitiba, one guy says Hatima. Amrila, Amar of Shubari Yudah, Amar of Yohanan. According to this version, even if both of them are shidihim, no good. Pasul. Alma kasabar, shnayim shiviu get me midinatayam, sirihim shiyumru, mefanenu nechtabu fanenu nechtam. Which is, I don't care. Even if two guys bring a get midinatayam, you still need mefanai nechtabu fanai nechtam. You know why? Because this version is going according to Rabbah. If you go with the Rabbah that says one of the reasons why you have to say Befarani is because of Nishma. So what do I care if two guys brought a get? So I, two guys brought a get will only help me to validate the start of later day. But it's not going to help me on the Nishma aspect, right? The validation of the start of the witnesses does not tell me if it was written Nishma. Also, according to this version of Yohanan saying, you know, something in our Mishnah where one guy said Nikhtab and one guy said Nikhtab, even if both of them are Shiliheen. I don't care, no good. Because bottom line, you still have the issue of Nishma. Wait, what are you worried about? You're going to tell me, Wait, I got the two guys. So therefore, I don't, they don't have to say anything. If the husband comes and claims for it, the two guys will come. Nah. You still need to say Bifanai Nikhtab. Why? Because you have to make sure that the gate is written Nishma. And therefore, that Shalia that said Bifanai Nikhtab, he's missing the main part, by the way. He didn't say Bifanai Nikhtab. And therefore, but, till now we were going in Rabbah. Ah, now we're reversing and giving you Rabbah's shita. So therefore, he's telling you in Rabbah, I don't care if they were both shalihin. I don't care if they both came and each guy said before I nechtam, and this guy said before I nechtam. And you'll tell me, I don't, I don't need them to say anything. Let them just rely on the two witnesses. The two witnesses, you're right, can be kayim to start at a later date, but they're not going to be able to... If, if, if you didn't make the statement for Nechtab correctly, you didn't do the Lishma. Uh, so the Gibbon says, Amar le Abayyeh. So Abayyeh comes along and says, same, same line of reasoning now. Ela me'ata, sefa diktari, shnaim omrim b'fanenu nechtab. Same case, right? Two guys said b'fanenu nechtab, and one guy said b'fanenu nechtab, pasul, v'nabi yudam, makshir. Afilu get yotzim etak, yedesh shem, pasir rabbanan. You can tell me that case means even if they're all shilihim, still going to be pasul? Amir da'im, yeah. It's going to be pasul. Also, the question is, then, how is it Be'udah? Nashir in such a case. Be'maika me'palgeh, mor sabah lefish in bikim neshma, u mor sabah lefish in edim etsuim lekayemo. Which means we now found a mahloket tanaim in the Mishnah according to this version. The rabbis are going to say, all the three guys were shidichim. Two b'fanenu nechtav guys, one b'fanenu nechtam guys, and they still say what? Get is pasul. Why? What's the matter? It didn't seem like No, because we hold you need the Shema. And since you need the Shema, and the guy said it wrong, he said before I nechtam, he didn't say before I nechtam. But when the other guy said before I nechtam, he didn't say before I nechtam. You got problems on these shidduchim. You didn't establish the Shema. No good. But Rabbi Yudah says it's kashid. You know why? He don't go with Lishma. He goes with Edim Mitzrayim Nekayimu. And since bottom line, Edim Mitzrayim Nekayimu, which is bottom line, you got witnesses there that will validate. Lishma, who cares? So at this point, according to this version, now comes out, we found out, which we discussed in the first panic at length. Do you go like Rabbah? Do you go like Rabbah? Now it seems that you have one version that's telling me it's a Mahloket Rabbi Yudah and Rabbanan is the reason for saying Or is it because of Nishma? And I repeat you how. 
the case that they're discussing is two witnesses say Mefanai Nechtav and two guys say Mefanai No, one and one also 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 but I'm just going to give you what it was said absolutely two guys said Nechtav one guy said Nechtav and we're learning this word even if they're all Shidihim okay which is not such a common case usually when I make making is it all but Rabbi Yudah is going to come along and say Kashir what do you mean Kashir the Shalit that's a Mefanai Nechtav he did it wrong he didn't say the full declaration so what I don't need to say anything what to be with that. I'm going with according to Rabbah's reasoning that you need bottom line to you. The guys are here. What about the Shema? I don't know the Shema. So what's the problem? I but you're gonna to come to make a mistake with Shah Tarot, they won't make a mistake. Bottom line, somebody mentioned Kitival here, so I know that the case is different. Beautiful. And uh, Rabbana, why do you say this case is uh, not kosher? I say this case is not kosher because very nice, you have three guys here, they're gonna establish the gate. But what did you do for my Nishma? What do you mean? I got two guys that said uh, that's half a story. That's not enough. You have to say before Nechtam for him. That's called the Tekana. And the one guy that said before Nechtam, he didn't say Nechtam. So your Shilihim are very nice if you're using them for Kiyum. But if you're using them for the Tekana of the rabbis to establish Shema, they do nothing for me. So comes the Gemara and says, Oh, we've solved something here. The Gemara says, Lema, let us say, Derava, Derava, Tanei. Let us say now that this mahlokan of Rabban is actually indeed a mahlokan amongst the Tanaim, the Biuda and Hakamim. Right? So Kazakh says, no, Rava Mitaritz Kilishna Kama. Rava will tell you, listen, I learned the Mishnah like the first version. And the first version is only going according to me. The first version said, what? That what? If they're Shilihim, everybody's going to say, it's okay. And if they're not shilihim, that's when you have a mahlokin. The rabbis, are, everybody's going to say, the only mahlokin is going to be, do you make a gezira atusha ashtarot? Or you don't make a gezira atusha ashtarot? But Ravah will say, if you learn the mishnah like me, I'm good. The whole mishnah is going like me. Again, I'll tell you how. If you learn the mishnah according to the first version, what's the first version? When they're shilihim, everybody's shilihim, Rabbi Yohanan said, everybody agrees, it's kosher. Why? Because uh, the dummy came in the star. So I don't care about anything else. I, but I'm worried about uh, maybe Shah's uh, Tarot. First of all, it's not such a common case where everybody's a Shah. I'm not going to make a Gizra, a not common case, out to a common case. Therefore, no problem. Oh, but when they're not Shidihim, oh, well, when they're not Shidihim, also should be okay. Because technically, I got, I got guys there. That's my only concern. You're right, but the rabbis are going to still say, you know what? I'm concerned if you allow this case to work where a guy said only half a statement. Right? The guy said, before, only one of them is a Shaliyah. The guy said, you're going to allow it in, uh, in, 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 in a regular case where the Shaliyah comes along and says, uh, alone with half a statement, and that's not good. Because you can have a problem of Shashtarot. But the point is, everybody holds in the first reason, the way we learned it, like Ravaz reasoning. So Ravaz said, I got no problem in the Biudan Hachamim. Both the Biudan Hachamim and the Mishnah, all the reason is, it's just a Gezerah, do you make a Gezerah in this case, or not? How is Rabbah going to learn the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, Ve'Rabbah, Amar lach, De'kula alma ba'ina nishma. Oh, he's going to come and tell you, you know what? Everybody holds really the Lishma reason. Even the Bihuda and Hakamim, they all agree. No, we said that Rabbah holds of Kiyum. We said Rabbah holds of Lishma plus Kiyum. Right? So now wait, we have to understand how is Rabbah going to understand the Mishnah in the Lishma factor? Because the way we understood it now, 
It's only Hachamim go with the Shema, but Abiyudah doesn't. So the Gemara says, I learned the case of the Mishnah, it's talking about after they learned. Remember we said there was a point in history where even once the hardest guys, they figured out the Nishma business? So therefore, And the old Mahlok within Abiyudah and Hachamim is, do you suspect that the item is going to go back and they're going to forget the law of Lishma? The rabbis say, you go there. Which means, according to the way Hakamim learned the Mishnah is like this. The Mishnah is talking and was written at a time of history when the Shema already was established. Everybody knew the law of the Shema. Beautiful. And what's the law? The law is going to say like this even if they're all Shilihim. Okay? Still, it's no good. Why? They don't have to say anything. No, they have to say the Shema. No, they really don't have to say the Shema. Because they know the Shema. Oh, so why do the rabbis say Pasul? Because they all, even though you don't have to say the Shema, but I'm worried that if you don't say the Shema, now there's going to come a time where they're going to forget the law of the Shema. And then by not saying the Shema, you're going to put the, that, when they, when, when they forget the law, you're going to be a private problem. So Rabbah, Rabbanan, hold what? Gazinan. In the time where they know, at the time that they don't. The one that Abiyudah says, bottom line, right now, they know the law of the Shema. You have three guys here. Let them be and no problem. I repeat it outside again. Rabbah holds the Shema. I just learned the case of the Mishnah. Very simple. Three guys come along, two guys, Ketiba, one guy, Hatima, they all surface. They're Shilihim, let's say. Hakamim say, no good. Why no good? I'll tell you why no good. Simply, because uh, they didn't, they didn't do, you didn't do anything for my Lishma. You validate it, because I don't even I don't, I don't even need these guys to say anything, because there's three guys there, they'll validate it if the husband comes to claim forge, but you didn't have any mind the Shema. But now we're saving we're saving better now. You don't need technically the Shema yet. You know why? Because we're talking about Le'achar Shilamdu. So after Shilamdu, so therefore you don't even got to deal with the Shema. So why did the Rabbi say it's no good? Because they're worried, Gizirah, and it might come back to the time where they forget. So therefore, you got to handle the Shema even after Shalamdu. And Rabbi Yudah comes along and will say, that no, I don't make that Gizirah. I also agree that you got problems with the Shema, generally speaking, but since we're dealing with the Lahar Shalamdu time, no. no problem. I'm not going to make a Gizirah that you have to worry about that, that they're going to forget the law of, of, of the Shema. Therefore, it's okay. But Rabbi was able to accept the whole Mishnah, the Shita, that even Rabbi Yudah subscribes to the Lishma story. Now the Gemara comes along and says, "Ve'liflog namer Yehuda which is the question that you, he was asked over here. The Yehuda only argued in the case of two guys are saying Ketiba and one guy is saying Hatima. Seemingly, he should also argue in the case of one guy says Ketiba and one guy says Hatima. Because bottom line, what's the difference between two and one or one and one? Bottom line, according to me, you got two guys here to mekayim the star. And that's his whole logic. Once you got two guys to make a the start, game over. So shouldn't make a difference in two and one or one or why in the Mishnah you see the Buddha only arguing on the case of two and one. The Chalai should argue on the rabbis that said Pasul even on the case of one and one. What's the logic? Why don't you have two guys here? So the Gebra says you're right. Ha itman Allah. We learned Amar Ula Halu Kayara Buddha Afpirishona. Very good. He argues in the first case as well. Now we go to one more question of the Gemara. Mativ Rav Oshaya Le'ula. He asked the question. Rabbi Yudam Makhshir Bezu Velo Be'aheret. Oh. 
There's a statement that says the Biyu that was only Makshid in this case and not in another case. Now it sounds like my love the Mi'ute must be it's coming to exclude case one where one guy said before and one guy says before and So you're wrong. He doesn't agree in the he doesn't argue in the first case as well. You want to say why? Just like he argues in the case of two and one, he argues in the case of one and one. But we have a statement of view that it says that no, he only argues on this, but not in the other case. No, we don't know what the other case is. We're assuming the other case is the first case, one and one, and doesn't argue. So you're wrong. He's no, 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 no. No, the mi'ute befanai nihtam, aval lo befanai nihtav. Which means he agrees in the case where the Shalia didn't say anything on the Befanai Nechtam. We just said Befanai Nechtam. In that case, he agrees. Now, Salka Data Kamina. Now, what, what do you have to tell me that for? Because I would have thought like this. So, il velo gazar biyuda gizra shema yazodavale kilkulo. Just like according to what Abba understands, that Rabiuda is not concerned that about the Shema concerns. Because bottom line, it was a hashilamdu the way we learned in the case according to the rabbis, according to Abba. The hashilamdu is Rabiuda worried about shema yazodavale kilkulo. No. So I would have thought dil maatel laachlufe bikiyum shterot deama beedehad namelu gazar. I would say maybe he's also not concerned to be Yudah about this fact that you might come to make a mistake. Once already you see the Yudah, I don't care. He's not gozer. So I would say, you know what? Just like he's not gozer in the case of Nishma, the Bible, now they know Nishma, so he wasn't concerned that when two guys say Ketiva, one guy says, I don't care about Nishma anymore. They know it. I don't make a Gezira after they're going to forget. So I would have thought that maybe even a case where it's Bifanai Nihtam, and they didn't say Bifanai Nihtav, I would say what? Maybe it's also okay, and he doesn't make a gizra at two. Shashtarot that they might come to be mekayimit with one. Which means again, once already I showed you, he's not a gizra man. He doesn't go gizrot. So maybe he, he will hold also what? The same witnesses. Befarayin nechtam, but they don't say befarayin nechtav. But no, it's one night. He said befarayin nechtam. He didn't say befarayin. I would have thought, you know what? Maybe we argue on the case and says kashir. You know why? Because what's the reason why you have to say befarayin nechtav? Because if I allow Bifrayin Nihtam alone, which really should be good by get, I might come to allow one witness to Mikayim, Shash Tarot. So Bifrayin Nihtam is to swore, to, 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 so I won't make a Gizirah Bishash Tarot. I'll speak that out again. Why do you have to say Bifrayin Nihtam according to, according to, uh, according to Rava? Why do you have to say Bifrayin Nihtam? You shouldn't have to say. You should have to say before I nechtam. All I'm worried about is kiyum shtarot. What's the reason why I say before I nechtam? Because I want to make a difference here, so you won't come to mekayim shah shtarot be'edehad. So I would have thought maybe the bittah argues in that case also says kashir. Just like he doesn't care in the lishma situation, he didn't care about gizera that they might come to forget lishma again. Maybe he says maybe you don't make gizera atu. Not that they can connect to these two gizra, but just like he doesn't make gizra this, maybe he doesn't make gizra that. Kamash Ma'lan, the Gibbara says, that, no, 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 that the Biuda has a problem. That's why uh, the statement said, the Biuda argues in this case, but not in that case. In the first case of the Mishnah that says, if he only said the Fanayin Nechtam and Nechtam, even the Biuda is going to agree, no good. Why? Because Atu Shashtarot. But in the case where Rabah learned him, where he was talking about Ahar Shalamdu, Two guys came along, or even one guy for that matter, came along and said, Nechtam. And one guy came along and said, Nechtam. Since it's after Shalamu, so Lishma's off the table. What are we worried about? Kiyum? Kiyum's off the table because these two guys will establish it. What's the only problem you can have over here? Maybe they're going to forget 
and go back and therefore you can have a problem of not nishma. He's not gozer. Oh, in that case, not gozer. But he is gozer when you just say b'fanai nechtam and not nechtam at one guy. Add to one guy, one guy, that's what I said, that's what I said, one guy. No, it's not Peshitta. No, because she would have thought, maybe the Bidas is Kashir. What's the only reason why, if he didn't say Pefanai Nechtav, it's a problem? Add to Shashtarot. Maybe you do that, doesn't make that Gezira. Maybe it doesn't make that Gezira. He holds you need two Edi by Shashtarot. But maybe it doesn't make the Gezira, that if I allow one, Pefanai Nechtav alone by Git, that it'll lead me to make a mistake by Shashtarot. What does the Mephanai Nechtav do? Mephanai Nechtav shows me get is different. That's why we're allowing you to do one. As opposed to Shash Tarot, you need two. Maybe the Buddha will say, you don't need Mephanai Nechtav. Maybe Mephanai Nechtav says, and I don't make a Gizirah that if, I, if the people are going to make a mistake. If they, if they think one is good, they can make one over there. Kamashma is concerned about that. That's what the Buddha agrees in that case as well. Look at Rashi. <coughs> On the bottom there, look at Rashi. Let's just read the, the, the end of the Rabbah. Just to get Rabbah's uh, shita again clear. Yeah. You know, we're going back, we'll read it again in the Rashi, it's nice. Rabbah muki la kelishna batra. Rabbah learns the Mishnah like the second opinion. The reason why the said it's kashir with two and one. La mishu dishnaim even get insidichim elal. Uh, which means that when two guys you don't have to say anything because it's just worried about Kiyum the only way to be there is that it's kosher because they know the Shema is off the table because it's Lahar Shilamdu what are you worried about? they know it you have the two guys they just go when two guys bring a get as a shaliyah, it's not such a common case. We're going to make a gezira out to other cases. And then, well, no shkia, a case we're not, we're not gozer. Uh, in a case where they're going to forget, where one guy's bringing a get. But comes out according to this, according to the Biyudah, it sounds like only because two guys were the shalihim. And that's not such a shkia case. But if it was, let's say, um, uh, one. you know, one guy with the shtay, even the Biuda would say he's going to make a gizra atu. Right, that's, that, that is the gizra because that's a normal, yeah. that's a normal, uh, that's a normal situation. Only when two are the shidichim. Uh, uh, in any event, look at the next sheet. Ve'liflog nami the Biuda b'resha be'ahad omer v'fanai nechtam be'ahad v'fanai nechtam kevandi yosim etad yidesh nehem. Since Bar and two guys are holding the gate, did the kaimor lekad mehash ve'lishma nami. Halamdu vilikilkul no chayish. So the Gemara is asking that question. You know what? Even if one and one should be okay, according to Biuda, because what? Two people are there, no lishma issues, and all that. So the Gemara really says, you're right. The Biuda is arguing even on that case as well, where one guy and one guy. Oh, but but Spashra, what? Only one guy, one guy. Where both of them are. Shidihim, where it's not a. Uh, he, yeah, he argues on that case as well. He argues on that. He argues and says it is okay. He argues on the banan that said it was no good. The rabbi said in that case one and one is no good. He argues that case as well. Oh, the Gibbah's question was, oh, but it says he agrees. No, he only agrees in another case. He agrees in the first case where the guy didn't say before nechtav at all. We need to tell me that. Because uh, you would have thought, maybe he doesn't make a gizaran atu shastarot. Come on, he is concerned about shad shtarot. Baruch Adonai Olaf.